2: In my new book with Mark Tim, mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com.
0: Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Gary Henson of BusinessCoach.com. Gary, thanks so much for joining us.
2: My pleasure, Seth. Nice to be on your program.
0: All right, let's go. First of all, I think you win the award for the best domain name of any of the (laughs) thousand guests we've had. Uh, Let's go
2: back in time. How did you get started? Uh, How did I get started in the business or how did I get the domain name? No, no, no. How did you get started in the business? Well, I got started in the business uh, because I, in the... Late 1980s, early 1990s, I was hell bent on personal growth courses and wanted to develop myself and develop my personality. And I could see that there was this uh, issue. This is- the issues kept popping up in my life uh, that I could that I could work on. And uh, one of the courses uh, eventually used the word coaching and uh, was fortunate enough to meet a gentleman by the name of Jim Selman. Most people don't realize he is one of the co-authors business coaching and coaching as we know it today and um, he and I started talking he said you know with all these courses you've taken and the things that you've developed in your personality you'd make a great business coach and I go like sounds good to me and away we went I so, so I took some of his materials and started uh, investigating business coaching and found out that it was quite the match for me it was something I really fell in love with uh, quite naturally.
0: All right. So for our folks who maybe they've been living under a rock or for for a number of years, or they're not in the space, what would you, if someone asked you, what's a business coach, how would you answer?
2: Well, business coaching is really uh, something that most people don't understand. So I'm glad you asked the question because we we really want to give people a context for our conversation. And the context is this, is that business coaching is based on a foundation of what we call transformation. And that is is that we work with leaders of organizations and their teams to help them help them shift from where they are to where they want to be. Something's getting in the way of them not having all of the results they want in their business and in their life. And we work with them to do that. And there's a piece of it that comes in called consulting. And that is sometimes they need help with job descriptions and org charts and, and, and uh, agendas for their all-company meetings. And they, when we find out that they, uh, they're not doing some of the basic things in business, we point them in those directions and help them out with that. But basically, the idea is, is that we, first of all, give them an outside objective opinion. Secondly, we become their accountability partner. And then thirdly, we help them transform their thinking from where they are now to the kind of thinking that's going to get results in their business. That makes a
0: lot of sense. How does someone, what types of entrepreneurs, what types of business owners are you working with?
2: Uh, I typically work with employers that employ between 50 and 500 employees. Uh, We have uh, some that occasionally uh, are a little bit smaller and some that are uh, larger than that. Uh, The largest company I've worked with uh, did did a billion dollars in annual sales. Uh, So that, that there's quite a variety and it depends on the, it's the passion and the need of the individual. If somebody's really hungry and they want to shift and change some things in their business and break down the barriers that are beginning in the way of them having success, um, then, then that's, that's who we work with.
0: And then what are some of the most common issues you're working with them on? You started to allude to it. Let's take a deeper dive.
2: Yeah, good. Well, first of all, there's a mindset. Um, I think you can understand this, Seth, with all the different people that you've been around, the people that you've worked with. There's a mindset uh, and a lot of us call it entrepreneurial spirit. The spirit's not enough. You have to have more than just a drive and an ambition to be into business for yourself. So if you don't understand the basics of business, then you may have the spirit and the drive to get you from A to B, but you're never going to ultimately get what you want. So, there's basic things in business like a, uh, like a having a plan, a strategic plan, uh, having an org chart, having job descriptions, a vision statement, mission statement, core values, letting your employees understand what you stand for, regular all-company meetings, and 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 a, a way to define your culture. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people don't understand that uh, th- that as we go into business. Uh, we want to make sure our expectations are made very clear to the employees that we're working with. And one way to do that is to have a very clear set of core values. We like to call them company commitments. And it defines what you stand for and where you see the company going. Then you put a vision statement and a mission statement along with that and make them important so that they're read regularly and they're a big part of the culture of the organization. You got yourself a formula for magic there.
0: Absolutely. Now, how have you helped businesses pivot during the pandemic? Uh,
2: a number of different ways. First, first of all, I would I want to say that I've been very fortunate. A lot of my clients were not dramatically impacted by that. And I happened to uh, get some clients that uh, contacted me that probably would have been in contact with me anyway. Referrals and, and people off of that uh, magic website we have, businesscoach.com. Um, have come to us and they genuinely wanted to have some some uh, ways that they can improve and get better at their business increase their profits etc uh, but during the pandemic we've had to keep people focused on the main thing is the main thing you've got to stay focused and you can't let all these outside distractions distract you so in some cases it's uh, helping uh, business owners and leaders decide that maybe it's a good thing that your employees are working remotely and let's help you do better with stewarding the employees that are working rem- remotely. In some cases, it's like, don't be afraid, bring them into the office, um, everybody get together, be careful, be smart about what, how you're operating, but you can all you can all come together, you're all gonna survive this thing and you gotta work on it together.
0: That makes a lot of sense. You've worked with oh, 500 or more businesses over your career What have been some of the highlights, the magical transformations where this is what a business came to you with, this is what you did for them, and these are the kind of amazing results
2: they've gotten? Yeah, thank you. That's a great question to great people. It's a great opportunity for our audience to kind of get a feel for um, whom I've worked with and what kind of results they get. Uh, One uh, incident that comes to mind, there was an employer uh, in the heating and air conditioning uh, business. He was a, he was, uh, he owned a company who had a partner and they had over 200 employees and they were a union shop. And um, the owner uh, and I were working one day together and we were working deeply in the leadership. And the, developing their company, the reason they contacted me was they had done a company survey, and and by and large, the employees said, "You guys stink as, le- <laughs> as <laughs> leaders of this company. You you know how to make money, but you don't know how to keep your employees. And you're you're in turning you're turning over employees, and you're and we're not really a happy place at work." So uh, the the senior uh, leader and I were having a conversation one day and he said, Coach Gary, he says, you just have to just understand, I'm not going to do these homework assignments that my partner and my employees are doing. He says, I'm not going to read these books that you ask me to read. And that's one of our, our, part of our curriculum is to find really engaging books that not only help uh, organizations grow and develop in a particular area, but they're laced with this transformational piece to have them change the thinking process, not just do a job description or not just do an org chart or, or develop their business, but really kind of take a look at why they haven't in the past and what other things can they do. So I, I simply said to him, look, a lot of these books are significant to you personally growing as a leader. You're going to have to find a way to, to, to do your homework assignment. He pushed back, pushed back. And so... Um, I, I said, I'm going to go down to the store and I'm going to get some of these books that I want you to read and I'm going to get them on MP3s or, or recordings so you can play them in your car. And he says, well, that's different. He says, I can I drive back and forth to work every day. I spend 45 minutes driving my Maserati back and forth to work. <clears throat> he says, I can listen to all, all the books you want. So it's just breakthroughs like that for people to, to see. Um, in addition to that, another breakthrough was is that, their purchasing agent, we uh, they, they inadvertently left her off of the org chart and she didn't know who she reported to. So we we kind of discovered after their org chart had been up and posted and all the employees uh, uh, saw their position on the org chart, uh, the purchasing agent who was critical to that organization, we found her on the org chart. Another example is uh, one of my clients was a landscaping contractor, had 200 employees, and when I started working with them, he hired me because he was working 70 plus hours a week. And um, after a year working with him, he said, he told me one day, he says, I'm working about 15 hours a week now, these days, but he says, I really have to find things to do. He says, I really don't have to be here all that much. So it's time management, um, um, helping people see that the, the profitability of their, of their company is significant and focusing on that. Some people postpone their profits till next year, next year, next year. Got to make you got to make money every year to keep your doors open, and um, you got you you've got to really work well with your employees to leverage the what your employees are there for. They're there to do a job, and if you learn how to leverage them, then you can multiply and 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 increase the amount of of results that you get once you know how to work with your employees.
0: Right. Those are some great examples. I know over the decades, it hasn't just been a smooth, straight hockey stick curve up. What are some of the biggest challenges you've overcome? And more importantly, what'd you learn from them?
2: Yeah, uh, uh, first of all, Seth, to be very frank with you, a lot of the lessons that I teach my clients, (laughs) I I had to go out and hire a coach (laughs) and have somebody coach me because I couldn't keep my eye on the ball and, and work with my clients at the same time. So uh, one lesson is, is that um, uh, I hired a gentleman by the name of Steve Chandler as my, as my business coach, brilliant man. Um, he's just, it was really, really great at individual personalities and getting the most out of his, out of his uh, students. Um, and uh, in doing that, I realized that when I gave homework assignments to some of my clients, and when I asked my clients to do certain things, I didn't understand the emotional feelings and 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 what they were going through when I pushed on them and and held them accountable. When I hired a coach and had a coach do that for me, I saw a whole nother dimension, and my business expanded dramatically because I saw a whole different relationship between the coach and the client. Putting myself in the role of the client as opposed to always being the coach. So that's one thing. And then the other uh, uh, the other area is is that. Uh, for all consultants and all people in my line of work, you, you 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 have to be a two-headed monster at the same time. You have to have one finger on the pulse of of marketing yourself and getting new business coming in, and another finger on the pulse of taking good care of your clients. So you're at, you, you have to do both at once. One or the other doesn't work. You've got to make sure that you got your your eyes on both sides of the of, of the fence.
0: I I agree hundred percent your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Uh,
2: um, thank you for saying that. Thank you for noticing. Um, I like what I'm doing for for two major, major reasons. Number one, it's never been work for me. I love what I do. And, you know, frankly, Seth, ever since I was 20 years of age, um, I've always been involved with occupations that I could throw myself into 100%. I really like what I do. So I never get up in the morning and dread that going to work. Now, as you said, every day is not perfect. And the the curve has had some ups and downs in it, and, and uh, there's been seasons and times when things haven't been great. But by and large, every day, I can't wait to get to work. I just love doing what I do. And that brings me to the second half, and that is, is watching people have breakthroughs in their, in their life, in their business. Watching people, I, I had a gentleman one day uh, years ago when he interviewed me, uh, and we started the coaching process, he, he referred to his employees as the enemy. And I said, what, what was the, what's the, 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 the way that you discovered Well, that, that people that are near and dear to you, you have 35 people working for you, and you see them as the enemy. Why is that? He says, every day at the end of the day, he says, I look out my window, and I see them all driving away at 4.30 or 5, and I'm calling my wife up and telling her I'm going to be home late tonight for dinner. And so I said, what if we turned that around? What if we looked at things completely differently? let's look at the employees as the saving grace for you being able to not have to work so many hours. Let's look at your behavior and see how you can shift your relationship with the employees, how you can learn to delegate better, how you can learn to work with them and show them some ways that you can help them learn and grow. And then once you've taught that person, that individual style or technique, you don't don't have to work with them again. It's a one and done. And once he turned that around and once he saw his employees in a completely different light, he was just so grateful and so excited about coaching. And I just watched this, this, this like movie unfold over several months in front of me. And it's really exciting to, to experience other people uh, bringing joy to other people's lives when they're totally shut down and totally um, upset with the way their business is running.
0: That is a beautiful, beautiful story and an amazing transformation. How does, how does a business know that they're a good fit for you
2: or a good prospect for you or that they should reach out to you? Well, a good, a good fit for me is somebody who is hungry, excited, um, really looking forward to g- growing their business and getting to the next level. And they have discovered that they don't know it all. They don't have all the answers and that they've uh, they've run into the same wall over and over and over again, and they say, you know what? Maybe it's not everybody else. Maybe maybe it's not the economy. Maybe it's not the uh, my bank. Maybe it's not my employees. Maybe it's not the industry. Maybe there's something about me that should change, and I might need somebody who brings that outside objective opinion to the table and can work with me, see my personality, not not be disappointed in my personality, but help me shift the way that I look at my business and grow my business and then hold me accountable to making those changes that that person suggests that I make. So that's the perfect match for me as somebody who's really eager to, to learn and grow and doesn't have all the, and the, and the, and the, they're very in touch with the fact they don't have all the answers.
0: I like it a lot. So for our folks who are watching or listening, who are interested in that, where is the best place for them to go to find you, learn more about you and take advantage of what you've got to offer?
2: Uh, They just go to businesscoach.com, www.businesscoach.com. Or if they want to contact me directly, it's real simple. It's Gary, G-A-R-Y at businesscoach.com, G-A-R-Y at businesscoach.com.
0: All right. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Gary Henson of businesscoach.com. Gary, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure, Seth. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream.